This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You lucky on that day I was acting cool, cuz what? Nigga, what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? I don't fuck with you, cuz you disrespect me. I don't fuck with you, cuz you disrespect me. I go hard, cuz. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today I got time. I wanted to go live. Um, oh, we already got super chats. Let me go ahead and read them. I hope everybody's doing good today. Uh, let's see here. Lulu Springs sent $10. She says, love what you do, T. I have been watching for a year, but I have been hooked since. You're deep. You don't hide nothing from us. Glad I'm not the only one that thinks like this. Thank you. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. And I'm going to keep doing my thing. That's what I do here. I speak from my mind. I have a big heart. You know what I'm saying? I say what I feel and I make no apologies for that. You know, if people are offended. You know, my bad, but I'm not going to change my stance. You know, and um, a lot of people really thanked me for what I had to say about the whole little Nas X situation on my podcast. Some people took offense. I had the windmill on a few people on Instagram, you know, because, again, when you see things for what it is and you're speaking your truth and they can't handle it, then they want to come with the homophobia and the slanderous BS. But I want to thank everybody who came to the Zoom meeting yesterday. The Zoom meeting was lit and I want to thank just everybody who came through. We were able to have just a, just a wonderful discord. It was about 300 people there. And we just talked open and honestly about how people felt. It didn't matter your background, you know, if you were a part of the community or not a part of the community. I just really appreciated everybody's input. And shout out to that last 30 minutes. Shout out to Jose, Prince Williams, um, even Devante. He really brought in some really uh, interesting information that I didn't know about Little Nas X, you know, like the gaslighting aspect and, you know, him saying that, oh, he's not for children because the uncensored version of Old Town Road. But then we find out that he does things for kids in school called Oodles, Oodles and Noodles or Oodles or something like that, where he sings, you know, the song, but it's the censored version for children. And on top of that, he also won a Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award. So you, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. You know what I mean? So I had to keep it real. And um, it was just it was just a really good discussion. And I just appreciate, you know, the people in the LGBT who rock with me. You know what I'm saying? Who see through the BS, who rock with me. They don't take offense. You know what I mean? There's always going to be that small minority that wants to get offended by everything. Child, let them. Okay? The rest of us with common sense. We're here for the real dialogue. So I thank y'all for that. Um, let's see here. Yeah, it's something oodles. Chad, I don't have elementary school children, so I, I'm not, I know I, I rhyme with noodles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he was basically saying, because he's a he's like a first grade teacher. And little Nas X is one of the artists that they have, you know, in that program for children. So he's gaslighting. And that was somebody from the LGBT who was, you know, basically calling him out on that. Um, let's see here. Shantae loves 95 says, Lord, I hope this super chat makes it to you. I don't know what I'm going to do with my YouTube, but it's been giving me trouble. Hope all is well with you. Auntie sending love. 
from atrocious ass Alabama. Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming through, sis. Um, so let me check something here. I think um atrocious ass Alabama. Thank you. Hold up. That's my other screen. I don't know why that screen doesn't automatically mute. It's really weird. I'm trying to make the screen smaller because the chat looks better on this screen. Okay, there we go. All right. Now I can see everything going on. Okay. So I got to get into this little Nas XT. It goes deep. I have been researching this. Okay, it's called Go Noodle. Thank you, Adriana, in the chat. She said, uh, Glam Girl said her baby's in first grade. Okay, it's called Go Noodle. Like I said, my youngest is 15. My oldest is 20. And James Charles, if I even, if I ever found out that you was even in my youngest child's DM, me and their daddy coming for your ass. Okay? So my, my kids are teenagers, so I don't have little ones. But that's what it's called. And Little Nas X is a part of that. But then in the same breath, he wants to gaslight and act like, oh, well, if you're letting your kids listen to me, you're a bad parent. No, sir. Hold up a little bit. Okay. So I've been researching. Yeah, Go Noodle. That's what it's called. Go Noodle. Go. Shout out to all the parents who have young children. Okay. I'm trying to get these ones out the house. So, you know, mama got to have a life too. But um, so I've just been researching more stuff. So if you guys do not know, it went down today on Twitter. Okay. The girls are fighting in my Zillia Banks voice. The girls are fighting. They're into it right now. Now, you remember when he was pushing out his demon energy? Oh, the celebrities were here for it. Oh, this is the best thing since sliced bread. He's, you know, he's he's lap dancing on Satan. I'm here for it. Oh, it's artistic. Oh, okay. Well, the fandoms, the Barb's, Barty Gang, and a bunch of other people on social media, once again, they started bringing back his old tweets. Now, his old tweets are nothing new, but I think, like, people didn't take them as seriously when they first came out the first time. He was able to kind of just play it off and say, oh, I was younger. I've changed. I'm in a different space. He's never apologized for it. But now they've dug even deeper and they found other troll accounts. He's been trolling for years. Okay, and they found other troll accounts where he's just been downright disrespectful. Um, you know, his little best friend, Miley Cyrus, honey, he misgendered her, called her boy, uh, went in on Lady Gaga, uh, Beyonce, Blue Ivy. This man has put out so much toxicity, but now he wants to cry foul and come out with a video saying that it's against Christians and people who have condemned him to hell. But yet and still, the energy that he was putting out, it's very funny when people call this out, you know, then they're trying to say, oh, you guys are only digging into his old tweets because you guys are homophobic. Um, they've been digging into his old tweets for three years. They just happen to find more accounts. And a lot of the stuff that I saw was very disturbing. And it just shows me that he's a very toxic individual. You know, he has a lot of self-esteem issues, but he tries to wrap it up in the guise of trolling and jokes. Now, I understand people being nasty, going back and forth. There's like this whole subculture on Twitter, this whole stand culture. And I have to deal with the fandoms just because I do stories on different celebrities. So, you know, I got my Beehive members that hit me up with tea, got the Barty gang. I got Barb's who fuck with me, who hit me up with tea. You know what I'm saying? The Swifties, uh, the believers, they don't like me. So whatever, they don't like me. But um. You know, so so as these fandoms grow and they gain followers and stuff, 
Then what they'll do, like, let's say one person has a particular fandom and they're running a fan page and maybe another person gets jealous. So they say something about their faves. Then they'll go on flagging campaigns. So if you notice a lot of fandoms, their their pages get deleted all the time. So that is why he has so many different fan pages. Most fan pages, they don't last that long. Because I know the one girl from Barty Gang, she hits me up at least every three weeks. Like, T, it's me. I'm back. I'm like, what happened now? Them, them damn barbs flagged me. Oh, okay, y'all must be back at war. So that's why he has so many of these accounts. But the stuff that he has is just very, very disturbing. But it goes even deeper than that. You know me. I research, honey. It goes even deeper than that. Um, so let me go ahead and just show y'all what I posted earlier today on Instagram. Because, you know, initially, Demi and all these celebrities were praising them. But now that uh, old tweets and messages have surfaced, that little Nas X was clowning her and Miley and all these other people, now they're crying tattoo tears and unfollowing him. So a lot of people unfollowed him today. Demi's like, hey, just because he, you know, just you being hurt doesn't excuse you hurting other people and all this mush mouth shit. But y'all was cool with it though when he was playing with the devil. Okay. Anyhow. I see all the little emojis. I see the unicorns and the bees and the shoes. Okay, we see y'all. I'm surprised we don't see the six, nine people in here. Um, so let me go ahead and show y'all this real quick. Give me just a second to share my screen. I got a lot of damn windows up. Okay, so this is um, this was announced today on Twitter that Demi Lovato unfollowed. So Demi Lovato's updates was the one who updated everybody. And they said Demi Lovato posts on her stories and unfollows Little Nas X. After uh, tweets resurfaced, slut shaming Demi and other XX. Okay. So Demi says, hurt is no excuse for hate. Then she unfollowed him. <laughs> um, then somebody else says this whole Little Nas X thing about his old tweets really pissed me off how he was making fun of Rihanna getting abused and y'all are saying move on, but y'all don't understand what abuse does to our mental state. I don't wish that on nobody. This shit is a struggle every day because he was also making fun of Brianna. I'm sorry, Brianna, Rihanna and the whole Chris Brown situation. Um, this is one of the tweets here. He said this, he was running a, a fan account for little Kim where he really just disrespected little Kim constantly but this one says me versus you. And we see biracial, you know, blue eye, uh, excuse me, Northwest on the left. And then we see, you know, uh, black blue Ivy on the right, almost saying that Northwest is better because she's mixed as opposed to blue Ivy, which is just disgusting. You know, both these girls are just adorable little girls. So that was one of the tweets that got people upset. Then he had a lot of his uh, uh, Islamophobic tweets too. He has a big issue with Muslims. So he was saying, you see a Muslim in all black, what do you do? Walk away or run away? So he would do polls like this. Um, then he says here, this is when he was back as Naj Maraja, says, stop pretending there's no correlation between violence and Islam. The Quran has several verses that say kill. You ain't no Muslim, bruh. Then he goes on to say, then somebody else goes on to say this. So little next, so little Nas X caught B 
being a weirdo and a potential pedophile on his old little Kim Stan account, but we are homophobic for calling him out for simply being an attention-starved, talentless weirdo. His five minutes of fame is up. This is the tweet that really disturbed me, okay? In this tweet, he's calling himself supposedly joking, and he says, I want to F my nephew so bad, but he's only three years old. Who the hell jokes like that? That's not trolling. That is very disturbing. Okay. Then uh, B. York, she also unfollowed him too. Wait, what is the tea? The girls are fighting. No, <laughs> the girls are fighting. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> She is such a mess, I swear. Now, it was all good a few days ago. Now the girls are fighting. They're not feeling those old tweets that are resurfacing. Now, those were just a few. You know, I mean, there's there's years worth of tweets. So I want to show y'all uh, this thread. And there's several uh, threads on Twitter. People have been talking about this for the past uh, 24 hours. But like I said, a lot of this stuff, we've already known that he's had these disturbing tweets. I didn't know about the nephew one. That's new to me. I had never seen that. I saw tweets where he has gone in on Nikki and little Kim and things like that, but I didn't know anything about the nephew. That is very disturbing. Somebody needs to check on the nephew, make sure the nephew is okay. I'm just saying, because I don't see how you even play like that with a three-year-old. But again, when you call it out, oh, you just don't understand modern day music. No, I understand foolishness and demonic energy. Okay, because no sane person would even joke about wanting to smash a three-year-old, let alone your relative. Sorry, I don't find nothing funny about that. That's highly disturbing to me. But again, this is that troll culture that y'all love to support. So this is one of the threads here. So in this thread, he's body shaming Taylor Swift and Adele. Um, he's saying things like, I'm leaking Taylor Swift's nudes. Um, Adele is fat. Little Kim is fitting in shape. Let that sink in. First, Little Kim smiles with Grammys. Then Adele copies her. Fat hoes, never original. Um, then he says, Little Kim has more talent than Fat Dell. White people didn't buy Little Kim's highly acclaimed single. Look at look like money, but they bought hello by Adele's fat white ass. So, you know, a lot of, lot of racism and anger in those tweets. Uh, here he's talking about Beyonce and Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy was so cute. And then you see the doll that he's using. We know damn well Blue Ivy don't look nothing like that. The beehive been dragging his ass as well. Then they say Beyonce offered Little Kim to be on her upcoming album. Little Kim declined the offer, then clicked then kicked Blue Ivy in the face. Okay. So those were just some of the ones, the tweets there. Uh, go some other ones. Celebs with her dogs. You see little Kim with her dog, Rihanna. And then you see Beyonce with Blue Ivy. This isn't funny. It's very disrespectful. Then he says they were so cute together before Beyonce and her monkey baby fucked it up. Talking about Little Kim and Jay-Z. Okay. Um, here's more where he's talking about Blue Ivy again. Uh, Beyonce offered Little Kim shit in blue. Wait, Beyonce offered to let Little Kim 
crap in Blue Ivy's mouth in exchange for her flawless remix verse, Kim accepted. Like, this is very demonic, the stuff that he's saying. is I, I don't even see, like, how that's funny or trolling. You're talking about pooping in a baby's mouth. Very, this this dude, like, this is just very disturbing. Now, remember, he was supposed to be a big Nicki Minaj stan and all this shit. Here he is joking about Nicki Minaj's abortion. Little Kim just popped out like Nicki Minaj's, like Nicki's aborted baby. Time I when Little Kim was doing that move on stage with Diddy a few years ago at one of the award shows. Then he says, Nicki's aborted fetus has arrived at the Barb Awards. Then he says, I love waking up to my baby. And then he retreats and says, at Nicki Minaj, I love aborting my babies. Really sick stuff. Um, Then it says, Nikki's aborted baby would have had a Grammy before her. Mm. Then there's more. Little Kim is the only female rapper to have a total of five abortions, something Nicki Minaj has not accomplished. Then he says, shake my head. I wonder what she did with this one. Mm. And again, like I said, a lot of this stuff is old, but I don't care. It's not funny. It's it's not funny. Um, here's some ones where he's talking about Rihanna and Beyonce. Uh, Rihanna, thank you, Jay-Z, for all you have done. Basically making fun of how she talks. Then he says, if you combine Beyonce and Rihanna's diplomas and multiply them by 20, they will still have less diplomas than little Kim. So it seems like whatever fan page he's running, he'll diss everybody else according to the fan that he's, you know, the page that he's taken over. Here's where he disses his bestie, Miley. Whose son is this? Basically misgendering her, saying that she's a boy. Then he says, Lady Gaga didn't get all this fame until after his transformation, but Caitlyn did, shake my head, basically insinuating that Lady Gaga is a man. So to me, is that not transphobia? Is that not disrespect of the LGBT? But I digress. Uh, Let's see here. Now, here's where he's talking about Rihanna getting abused. He's saying, uh, Rihanna had tweeted, she says, "They, they call in my bitch soft. Then he says, Chris's fist weren't. Uh, then he calls Rihanna rehorse. Then he says, Rihanna needs to chop some of her head off, basically making fun of her forehead. Then he has more tweets disrespecting Nikki, saying two broke bum baboons kissing. And this is Nikki and Meek Mill. Then he says, fucking how always pulling her titty out for money. I think he meant fucking hoe, but okay. Uh, let's see. There's more. He just goes in. There's some news. Like he posted like fake news of Beyonce. Um, he says here that Nicki Minaj's peen is showing. But you're supposed to be a Nicki Minaj fan. I can't believe she used to look like this. She still does. Ugly ass flop. Okay. I mean, there's tons. I'm not going to read every, everything, but y'all kind of get the hint. Um, 
He was even in there talking mess about Miley Cyrus's dad. Uh, here he is making fun of Miley Cyrus saying, not at Miley Cyrus making profits off of black culture when she was in the Disney Channel, the most racist company in the world. Demi Lovato, Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande want to pretend, want to pretend being serious artists when they were sucking their co-stars peen. Laugh my ass off. Um, Whisper Lena stands are getting too brave. So, I mean, he's done a lot, just a lot of nasty stuff. Let me come back on the screen here. So you guys heard me read a lot of that stuff. Like I said, there's there's tons of stuff on the net. He's never apologized sincerely. He's just always just brushed it under the rug, played it off. So to me, does that sound like somebody who's confident with themselves? That's why anytime things are going on with him, he always has a clap back. He's a professional troll. But now it goes even deeper than those disturbing tweets about other celebrities, about, you know, the little nephew. Um, when he first came out, he denied having a Nicki Minaj fan page. A lot of people putting two and two together, like this old town road, that was the dude who had these fan pages, these different fandoms where he would just talk mess. He initially denied that it was him. And a lot of people feel like he denied that it was, it was him running the Nicki Minaj. Then it was called Nas Marara page. Um, they, people said that he denied it because he wanted to collaborate with Nikki and he wanted to collaborate with other stars. There's also tweets of him going in on Cardi B saying that she only got her, you know, career because of loving hip hop and having a baby with offset, you know, like just cold talking shit about her. But then she did a collaboration with him. So I don't know. If she knew that beforehand. I don't know. But um. I, from what I'm being told, the real reason why he tries to distance himself, this is the tea that I got today from some of these Twitter stand pages. They're saying that the real reason why he tries to distance himself is because he was connected to this scammer, this uh, dude named Emo Thought, Black Emo Thought, Emo Black Thought. Let me go ahead and play you guys this. I kind of put everything together in a video, but... The issue with this is that this story went viral back in 2019 about this um, emo black thought. And what this person was doing, they were basically pretending to be a dark-skinned black woman with sea hair. I'm going to just show you the information that I got. So give me just a moment to show you some of this stuff here. Y'all know when y'all come to my streams, honey, I bring receipts and I talk about stuff that other people are not going to hit on. So I have a lot of information to unpack. I ain't really ain't got nothing else to do today. We got 12,000 people watching. Welcome and enjoy the stream. Make sure you hit the like button. Uh, hold on, wrong screen. Let me remove this here. Pull up my other screen. Give me just a second. Okay, so this is what the person wrote me. I took a screenshot. They said, and this is not, they're not talking about Little Nas X. They're talking about the emo person. They're saying that nigga was posing as a queer black woman, but was a whole nigga. Twitter was shook for at least two weeks. I lie not. Then they say, I can't find anything on how they got together, but I'm betting on that's how, shake my head. They even said Kalani knew it was a dude too, allegedly. So let me go ahead and. 
So this is what people were saying, like somebody brought it back up recently. And they're saying, remember when Emo Black Dot was pretending to be a woman in a group chat and women were sending nudes? So they all had this like group chat for like, I don't know, black women who had issues and were emo and they were selling nudes of they were sending nudes of themselves and they thought he was a woman, but he wasn't. Then somebody says, I've been in a group chat with her for years. Yeah, that's exactly what they said when the whole emo black dot thing went down. He has people he had people convinced for years that he was a dark skinned black woman. And on top of that, this emo person would do, um, he would ask for, uh, what is those called? Cash apps. He would ask for donations all the time. Somebody else says, I have the same sentiments if emo black dot wasn't in a woman's group chat with other black women where they share nudes amongst each other. Then somebody else says, at this point, everyone's got to sue emo black dot slash Isaiah Hicklin. That's his real name. Because he's basically gaslighting and saying that the only thing he did wrong was pretend to be a woman for almost a decade, like just flat out ignoring the donation scams. This is illegal in the group chat drama. So this is where people are really bothered because later on it comes out that he's hanging with little Nas X. The rabbit hole goes deep with this one. They end up meeting this was before he got famous and people knew that it was little Nas X. They were hanging with each other. So now somebody else says, so let me get this straight. Emo black dot has been all up and through Shea Butter Twitter pretending to be a whole black woman when he's really a gay black man. And now he's dating little Nas X. And then they had like, uh, this was Nas talking about his relationship on the Ellen show. And they're saying that he was referring to emo black dot. So child, somebody else says, girl, I know emo black dot and little Nas X not in relationship. Girl, I'm screaming. Mm. So the rabbit hole, like I said, goes deep. Let me also show you if y'all want to go ahead and do your own research. There was one blog because the shade room didn't cover this story, but it was a pretty big story when it happened two years ago about this emo black dot. I believe that is why little Nas X distances himself from the fan pages is because of the emo black dot, because this person for four years pretended to be a dark skinned, overweight, 4C hair black woman. And they would just sit and just, you know, have what was me pity parties. And come to find out, find out it was it was a man the whole time. So that scandal was just crazy. So let me show y'all this. Give me just a second. Y'all are getting all the tea here, honey. So, okay, here it is. So the uh, the grapejuice.net, that grapejuice, excuse me, they also covered it as well because Kalani got caught up in this mess with emo black thought, the hoax. So she had weighed in. But you can see here where people were like really upset and hurt. They're like, not only is Emo Black Dot a whole cis masculine man who used black women as a costume, he's also a frat boy who pledged to a white fraternity in Texas. My mind is spinning. So people are just on here talking about the whole situation. Then Kalani says, it's a lot to unpack here. I was told about this scenario. I wasn't asked for much advice about the identity situation. 
I was asked for advice on his financial situation at his day job. Once he told me who he was, I told him he owed it to his followers to be honest, not a publication. So basically, I think he confessed to Kalani looking for clout. And then he sent out this, you know, bullshit ass apology and nobody was buying it. Um, but they go on. If you look down, it says here, it's crazy since Isaiah is at Emo Black Thought and little Nas is Nas Mariah, Miraja. Remember those two chose your own adventures, Twitter threads and Nikki Stan accounts. Small world, isn't it? Then somebody else says, wait, wait, wait. This explains why Emo Black Thought never brought up little Nas X's old account, Nas Miraja, and how he now distances himself from being a Nikki fan. EBT, Isaiah, knew himself was fraudulent and therefore never caught his friend out on it. Never caught out his friend for it. And those were the two of them hanging together. Whew. That was a lot to unpack. That was a whole lot to unpack. Let me see what y'all are saying in the chat. So yeah, this goes deep. This goes very deep. So when he says, when he tries to troll and joke and say, ha ha, yep, I'm an industry plant. What are y'all going to do about it? I very much believe he is an industry plant. He had a whole homeboy slash boyfriend lying about who he was for four years. He pretended to be a woman. Let's see here. Um, we got a lot of super chats. Sharice79 says, you the real deal, T. Thank you, Sharice. Thank you for coming through, sis. Uh, Miss Keisha Baby says, energy is currency. You get what you pay for. Up, oh, amen. Amen. You know, now Demi Lovato wants to distance herself and cry tattoo tears. Okay, sis. Um, Akara Nicole says, just showing you some love. Keep up the great work. I've been a tea sipper for years now, and I keep you locked on all platforms so I don't miss nothing. Um, so I don't miss none of the piping hot tea. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Yes, I did hear about that. Chanel says, did you see that Nike is suing the company that made the shoe with little Nas X? They're trying to save face after they saw the backlash coming from it. Nike ain't slick. Yeah, I found out about it after I posted my podcast. Like once I posted my podcast, the Nike news literally came out five minutes later. So I did hear about it. I'm not buying it um, until I really see them taking him to court and going all the way through with it. Because again, they may get shamed and drop the lawsuit. So I'll wait to see what happens. And he tried to joke and say, oh, once Nike sues me, I'll be homeless. No, I don't think you'll be homeless. You you made a lot of good money selling your soul. You'll be fine, you know, financially. But um, at the end of the day, he does need to be sued because that is copyright infringement. Had anybody else done it, I'd be sued. You'd be sued. So why is he any different? People get sued every day, B. Um, Brandy sent 20. Thank you so much, Brandy. I appreciate you. Dexter says, good afternoon, T from Ratchet, Florida. My sister B just turned 30. Well, happy birthday to her. And thank you so much for the super chat, love. Dorian says they like little Nas's demon energy, but not Azealia's. That part. Um, let's see here. Ricky1989 says showing some love. Love you, girl. Can't wait for the playback. Thank you so much, Ricky. Um, let's see here. Jan Nicole says, hey, T, OG T sipper from Crazy Cali. Love you and your channel. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, sis. 
So, yeah, we got a lot of stuff, you know, to unpack with the whole little Nas X thing. And that's why I feel like, you know, I just feel like it's just so much deeper than just, you know, oh, it's just a pair of shoes. People are taking it too seriously. Oh, you know, that's just the CGI. That's just the video. Little Nas X has put out so much toxicity onto social media and into the world in general. So for him to be crying tattoo tears about the energy that he's getting back, I feel no ways. Okay. When you can sit here and clown innocent baby, talk about little Kim pooping in blue Ivy's mouth, talking about her features, talking about people being illiterate and making fun of, you know, women and, and, and misgendering people. But then you want the same respect from other people, but you weren't giving people that same respect. I feel no ways. Energy is real. Whatever you put out there comes back tenfold. So maybe that's why you was getting all that nasty energy because of all the nasty energy that you put out on social media for years. You know, now he's trying to clean it up because he's gotten this so-called blessing through, you know, Old Town Road. But was it really a blessing if it's led him to making a video where he's dancing on the devil? So I just find the whole situation just crazy, very crazy. Let's see here. Uh, Tiffany Willis says, thank you, T, for being you and always keeping it real, never biting your tongue for anyone. Hashtag Discord member, channel member, loyalty sipper, Blue Gang. Thank you so much, sis. Thanks for coming through. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of mess going on. And, you know, they're trying to normalize it. And I'm just glad that the people who just see through the nonsense, they're not allowing people to shame them and make them feel like they're in the wrong because they're not agreeing with it. Like I said, if you agree with the video and you like it and you like the song, that is your business. It's not my job to change your mind. You you worship and, and, and watch and give your energy towards what you want to give your energy towards. But when I say I'm not feeling it, allow that to be my opinion. Don't then twist it and say that I'm homophobic because I'm not feeling the, what I'm seeing, you know, the devil imagery in the video. By that logic, am I Snoop Dogg phobic? I didn't like murder was the case. You know, so I just think it's just sad that people will sit there and try and knock you for saying that you don't like an artist or you don't like their behavior. My, the, out of everything that he's put out there, you know, even the celebrity comments aside, the Blue Ivy comments aside, the comment about the nephew, that really didn't sit well with my spirit. I didn't like that at all. I thought, I, I just don't even see like how that's funny. And it's no different than when they've gone in and they looked at tweets of movie producers. I forgot the one movie producer. They went back and dug through his old tweets and he was posting all types of, you know, just pedophile comments. They did the same thing to Chrissy Teigen, all those Pizzagate comments, you know, so he's not the first person that this has happened to. And I just don't under, if I didn't find it funny when Christy Teigen's old ass did it, I don't find it funny that, you know, little Nas X was doing it. I don't find humor about children in sexual positions and, and, you know, with sexuality. I don't find it funny. I find it disturbing. Um, let's see here. Oh, what's up, Robin V? Oh, she said, I'm trying to send you a super chat, but YouTube is fucking up. I just happened to see your comment. It's all good, sis. Thank you so much, love. Um, let's see here. Khadijah Jenkins says the same company that created the shoe, they created one with holy water last year. They did, but nobody knew about it until the Satan shoe went viral. I didn't hear not one person on social media talk about this Jesus shoe. And for me personally, I'm not interested in either shoe. 
because again, who prayed in the holy water that got put in the shoe? And it was something somebody sent me. Matter of fact, I seen it and I took a screenshot real quick. Let me see if I can find it in my phone because I'm going to show you what's really behind that shoe. They went to investigate the company and the stuff that they found out about that company was really disturbing. Trying to see if I can um, find it here. Where is it at? Because if I can find it, I'm going to send it to myself so I can post it up on the screen. I have like so many screenshots in my phone. It's ridiculous. Oh, here it is. Okay. Basically, these shoe people, they make these shoes on a pentagram. I'm not seeing the other half of the... It's in my DM somewhere. I'm trying to find the other picture, but let me see if I can find it in my DMs. Give me just a second so I can show y'all. Because when I seen it, it was just really, really disturbing. I know who sent it to me. Okay. Here it is. I'm going to show it to y'all real quick. I got so many damn DMs. It's ridiculous. Okay. Let me share my screen. This is why I say I'm not down with the Jesus shoe either, because the Jesus shoe and the Satan shoe were made in the same building. Look at this picture. This is the shoe company and they're bragging and saying that this is what they use to come up with their ideas. So the Jesus shoe and the Satan shoe were made here in this in this warehouse with a damn pentagram. So, again, be careful with things that you see online that are viral and, and just different stories and things like that and be so quick to run and go buy stuff. Because I've seen a lot of people saying, well, I'm gonna buy the Jesus shoe instead. Who, who, what, what spirit was prayed into the holy water in the shoe? Not interested. So like I said, we, we dig and, and research around here. So, you know, everything I don't post on Instagram because y'all see they're steadily trying to take down my Instagram page. So I didn't feel comfortable posting that because I'm like, if I post this, they're going to probably delete my page or do some dumb stuff. So, but all the information I have, you know, I, I keep. So, yes, it's it's crazy. Um, Emmy Royster. No, I, no, I can't move on. But you know what you can do? You can get the fuck up out of my chat. If you don't like the conversation, you can move on. You don't control me. Bye. See, when you speak the truth, it starts irritating people's demons. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm showing you something and I need to move on. No, you need to move on and get the hell up out of here. Get your toxic energy out of here. Look, somebody said, bye, bitch. Black Yada. <laughs> no, we, we're not doing that. But that's what I, I wanted to share that with you guys, because you need to understand just because they sold a Jesus shoe or they have a Jesus shoe for sale. You need to understand that it's coming from the same dark company, because if they were real Christians putting out a, a, a so-called Jesus shoe, they would never think to create a Satan shoe. That doesn't even go hand in hand with Christianity. You can't serve two masters. You can't make a Jesus shoe and then turn around and make a Satan shoe. 
So to me, I'm not interested in either shoe at all. I just think it's crazy. Y'all know I'm gonna keep it real. Don't come in here trying to rush my stream. Shout out to all 15,000 people watching. I appreciate y'all. Hit that like button, it's free. If I'm bringing y'all some information that you were unaware of before you got here, hit that like, I appreciate it. Um, let me see here. Mona Me sent $14.99 says the company's the name of the company is Mischief. If you know the definition of mischief, then you know the company is an agent of chaos. I love the podcast as always. Thank you so much, sis. And that's the truth. Even the name tells you that they're all about chaos and craziness. Mischief. You know, again, words cast spells. So thank you so much. Um, everyone, little Nas X is wildin', cancel him, Beyonce, hold my beer, LOL, this fool ain't ready for how quick and severe the backlash is about to be from the Beyonce tweets. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Um, Vic sent $50 in Canadian money, says this is disgusting, this is not the representation needed, black effeminate men are legit killed every day, and as one of them, I was glad to see one on the front line owning it, but this I can't support. I feel you on that. And I think that's the thing. And that's what we really got into yesterday during the Zoom meeting is that there is not a wide range of representation in the LGBT. It's like when, especially when it comes to like gay males, it's like they only want to push one type of imagery. And, you know, not everybody wears makeup. Not every gay man, you know, is feminine. You know, there's different types of people in the LGBT and they also should be represented. You know, like they like it was just so much deep conversation that went on yesterday in Zoom that, you know, it just it blew my mind. You know, just even some of the stuff that I was learning. But yeah. And, and that's the problem with everything that he's done. It's just not a good look. It's, it's just not a good look especially for for people in the community that don't support that. And it's like, for the ones who don't support it, it's almost like people feel like, you know, you're turning your back on the community because you don't support the devil imagery. Well, what happened to people just having their own opinion and saying, no, I'm not rocking with it. I'm not cool with it. You know, but thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Um, Let's see here. AB and King 86 says, hey, T, been sipping for years. You are the only news outlet that I trust. Thank you so much, love, and thank you for coming through. I appreciate you. Um, Maymay says, love you. Do you as always. Definitely will, sis. Thank you. Ashley Joe says, can we talk about the two teens that carjacked the man and resulted in his demise? Um, I heard about it. The, the two girls, I believe it was two girls, they had kidnapped and, you know, hijacked the, the damn Uber driver's car. Uber Eats driver, and they ended up killing him. Again, that energy, that energy is real. You know, you have people out here just doing the most heinous stuff. Matter of fact, we've been talking about this on Instagram the past few days. Um, the little boy who was kidnapped in Florida, he had snuck out the house. Um, he was supposed to be in bed. And the police were talking about it, so you can go research the story. He's supposed to be in bed, 12 years old. He decided he wanted to go to his friend's house and go play video games. So he put a bunch of pillows in the bed, pulled the covers up, and left the house. So the whole time his parents are thinking he's in bed sleep. This little boy done walked miles to his friend's house. They stayed there for a few hours, played video games, 
So now it's about maybe one, two in the morning. He's walking back from his friend's house. He gets snatched up by some man. The dude assaults him. Like within a matter of minutes, he gets him in the car. He R's the little boy. And then he proceeds to shoot him in the head. But as he goes to shoot him, the bullet just barely missed the little boy's brain. I guess he must have moved his head. It ended up going through his jaw. And then the man threw him out like trash. This is all over the news. They just caught that demon today. They just caught that man today. Thank God. It's just, I mean, you got to understand, like I always say, you know what I'm saying? We are fighting against a lot of spiritual things right now in 2021, just like we did in 2020. And you have to be careful. And for all you young kids, you know, y'all keep thinking everything is sweet. Y'all think when older people talk, you know, we're reaching. Oh, you keep talking about this spirituality shit. There's no such thing as the devil. Da, 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 da. Okay. Understand that real bad things are happening out here to young people. The human trafficking, the sex trafficking. They don't care if you're a boy. They want little boys just like they want little girls. They don't care if you're straight. They don't care if you're gay. You are a commodity to them. You have to be, you, you just have to be aware that there's a lot of evil going on. This is the demon right here who did this to this child. They caught him a few hours ago. I had just posted this. His name is Alex. I don't know how to pronounce the last name, but he's 43 years old. Good morning, Alex. Andrew, it's awful. That boy is now fighting for his life at the hospital. He fell to the ground right here in front of this convenience store as a customer standing nearby called 911. Surveillance video exclusively obtained by Local 10 News shows a 12-year-old boy collapsing to the ground after he was sexually assaulted and shot a few blocks away. The horrific crime happened in the Brownsville neighborhood of Northwest Miami-Dade around 2 or 3 o'clock yesterday morning. Police say the boy was walking in the area of Northwest 43rd Terrace and Northwest 30th Avenue when a man pulled up, forced him into the vehicle, sexually assaulted him, shot him, and then forced him out of the vehicle. A short time later, a bicyclist accompanied the boy as he walked to Foodland Market on Northwest 32nd Avenue and Northwest 47th Street to call for help. As the boy clutched his head in pain, a customer handed him a bottle of water while they waited for law enforcement. Good morning, Alex, Andrew. It's awful. That boy is now to arrive. A police officer carefully escorted the boy to a gurney. Miami-Dade Fire Rescue transported him to Jackson Memorial Hospital's Ryder Trauma Center, where at last check, he was in critical condition. Police are searching for the suspect. He's described as a tall Hispanic man with long curly hair, about 30 to 40 years old. He was driving a black sedan and was last seen in the area of Northwest 45th Street and 31st Avenue. Back All right, so let me come back on the screen here. I didn't mean to veer off, but it just kind of went with the conversation. But that's what I'm saying. There's just a lot of just really dark, demonic shit going on out here in this world. So just be careful. Young people who watch my channel, who come across my streams, be careful and just understand that you might be thinking you're walking alone by yourself and you're trying to get to your destination, but you're being hunted. He was leaving his friend's house. He had no business sneaking out. You know what I'm saying? But as children, that's, that's what kids do. They make mistakes. They do stupid stuff. I, I used to sneak out the house, too, when I was a kid. You know what I mean? But it's just like it's gotten really bad. It's gotten really bad. 
So just be very, very careful going out at night and, you know, sneaking off and not telling people where you're at. Because had this man killed him, we would, and he, and this little boy didn't survive, we would not know the backstory. It, he would have just been another dead child. You know, so it's, it's getting real out there. That energy is real. You got Satan trending for days and Lucifer and all this stupid stuff. And then we're wondering why so much bad stuff is happening in the world. So, yeah, it's crazy out here. Um, let's see here. Ashley, I'm sorry, I already read that. Uh, Sugar Cane, Canela says, y'all don't know how many ruins put on that product. Upside down, right side up. It doesn't matter. It's all spell casting. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Athmus says, hey, love you, sis. I sent a cash app earlier to see could I unashamedly get big sister advice or a personal talk with you, please. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Demetrius says, just discovered your channel and I absolutely love your commentary. Great content. Thank you so much, Demetrius. Um, Queen Z says, blood in the shoe. The Bible says the soul of every sort of flesh is blood. Clearly, God's words treats both life and blood as sacred. I agree. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Tart, I don't know how to pronounce that. Tart Evient, hopefully I said that right, says too many levels. Nobody in his circle pulled him and said this is not the way. His A&R, his label, the video director, nothing was censored. Hashtag plant. Yeah, it wasn't censored because that's the agenda they wanted to push. And if you really research the people who produced the video, they're all older, you know, like white guys. I think it was like a white woman as well that was involved. You know, so creatively, this is what they're thinking creatively. The people who creatively directed this and put this together, they just use him as the forefront to push the agenda. And that's what happens with a lot of these celebrities. You know, a lot of them, they just get used to push certain agendas. You know, it's, it's really sad. I mean, even that lawyer, we were talking last night because I couldn't sleep. So we was up talking about all the rappers. <laughs> you know, who have gotten popped on gun charges, including NLE Choppa. And he's supposed to be, you know, turning a new leaf and becoming more spiritually woke. And now he don't got caught with drugs and, and a gun and everything else. So, I mean, it's getting real out here. It's definitely a spiritual battle out here. Let me show y'all this really quick. So he was busted yesterday in Florida on gun, drugs, and burglary charges. Why would a rapper who supposedly has money have to burglarize anything? That's because they don't, a lot of them don't have no money. They're just fronting. Three months here and all these rappers already caught a gun charge. NBA Youngboy, NLE Chopper, Baby, Famous Dex, Rich the Kid. They say Yellow Beezy had five guns on him. Jack Boy, A Boogie. Lil TJ caught one on New Year's Eve. Rappers, get rid of your guns if you don't have a license. Three months into the year and all these rappers already caught a gun charge. NBA Youngboy, NLE Chopper, Baby, Famous Dex, Rich the Kid. They say Yellow Beezy had five guns on him. Jack Boy, A Boogie. Lil TJ caught one on New Year's Eve. Rappers, get rid of your guns if you don't have a license. All right, so y'all just heard what he had to say. So it's, it's definitely energy out here with these hip-hop artists. It's, it's something going on. So now we can segue into the whole Sweetie and Quavo situation, okay? Because they're on my list to talk about. Now, this situation with Quavo and Sweetie, let me say this first and foremost. I have an issue when we have 
black blogs, right? Shade Room, uh, Hollywood Unlocked, Neighborhood Talk. Now, I'm not going to say Hollywood Unlocked because I don't know if they did this, but I know Neighborhood Talk and the Shade Room, they posted an edited video of the situation. So when you went on there, because I, I went off on Instagram when I seen that their video was edited because everybody was sending me the Shade Room version. And then somebody else was like, that's not the full video. The full video is on TMZ from start to finish. But Shade Room posts where Sweetie is being attacked, but they don't post the full thing where, you sh- where they show both of them, you know, she had attacked him as well. The whole situation is just very, very toxic. Let me go ahead and show you guys what Shade Room posted initially. So they post Quavo slinging Sweetie into the um, elevator. So then it looks like Quavo is more or less the aggressor. And you see him looking up at the elevator. So that's all they posted. But if you watch the TMZ video, it's longer. It's crazy. So this is what I'm hearing. They've been going through it for a while now. Everybody knows that. From what I'm hearing, that video is definitely old. It's about six months old. And the video just so happens to leak today. On top of that, remember this morning when I asked y'all who had the video of, you know, Justin... L.A. boy supposedly getting jumped. It was rumored this morning that the Migos jumped Justin L.A. boy. Justin L.A. boy is the one who had interviewed Sweetie with Justin Combs on Respectfully Justin. So the word on the street is he got jumped today. But there's no footage of that. I haven't seen it. I don't know if y'all have found the footage yet. I personally have not seen it. So that was the first story that we woke up to this morning of Quavo trending and the Migos trending. Then later on, that video hits, okay? Now, from what I'm hearing through the grapevine, Quavo was trying to leave the situation. This was at Sweetie's apartment. Quavo was trying to leave the situation, and Sweetie didn't want him to go. If you look at the video, you see her try to grab that box. That orange box (laughs) is a Call of Duty box. If you're a gamer, if you have boys who game, y'all know them damn neon orange boxes. Let me show y'all these pictures real quick. He's trying to pack up and go. You know when you break up with a dude, he ain't leaving his damn system at your house. He's taking all his shit. That's how you knew he was permanently leaving. He grabbed the damn PlayStation, the Xbox Call of Duty box. So this is the box here, Exhibit A. You can see where it says Call of Duty. And let me just show you the box in a clearer form here. Now we bring receipts. So this is the real life box here, Call of Duty, the neon orange one. So that is the box. That wasn't Sweetie's luggage. Oh, that was her Louis Vuitton luggage. No, it wasn't. Y'all be seeing all types of weird stuff when y'all look at stuff. It wasn't her Louis Vuitton luggage. That was his Call of Duty box, okay? Not, Not taking my damn PlayStation or Xbox. But anyways, um, what they're saying is that somebody from her camp leaked that video. And they're saying that the video is being put out there now because 
The Migos are about to drop and she's also about to drop. They're both working on projects. So it might be a situation where, you know, it's a get back game because this was her apartment. So being that it was her apartment, she can easily go to the apartment manager and ask for the security tapes and hold on to them until you need to release them. With that being said, does that negate what happened? Absolutely not. I think the relationship is toxic and they needed to break up. He was cheating on her. She knew about the cheating. He'd been cheating. Quavo's never really been faithful. That's not a secret. But she's willing to put up with it for a certain amount of time because, you know, he was spoiling her and buying her bags and cars and things like that. But then it became too much. And I think that video was the final breaking point where they were, you know, at that point ready to separate. So should he have swung her like that? No, I don't agree with that. But let's also address the fact that she also hit him too at the beginning of the, of the video. And that's just what the elevator caught. We don't even know what happened down the hall as they're walking towards the elevator. And this is why I say, especially the young girls, understand your worth. For all I know, he, he might be beating her every day. Who knows? But we have to understand our worth. And no material item, I don't care if it's a Birkin bag, a car, is worth your life, is worth your sanity, is worth your mentality. None of that stuff is worth it at the end of the day. Just like with guys. If you're finding yourself in a, in a relationship and you're being abused mentally, you know what I'm saying, emotionally, no pretty face is worth it. Just because somebody's a bad chick does not give them the right to abuse you. So as people, we have to know our self-worth. And when a relationship has ran its course, at that point, it's time to let it go. Some things are just not worth trying to savage, salvage, excuse me. But the whole situation is sad. You know, I just, you know, they're both young. I hope, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I know a lot of people have canceled them already and they're calling them an abuser. But like I said, there's definitely more to the tape. And I also have to question it. As somebody who just, you know, comes from a common sense point of view, the timing. If this happened six months ago, why wasn't this released six months ago? Why is it now coming out today? And especially after he was trending for jumping Justin L.A. boy. Did powerful P. Diddy know about it? Justin Combs' father? I'm just throwing his name out there. I'm not saying he had nothing to do with it, but I'm just saying. I just find the timing of everything very, very suspect. Even though it doesn't negate what happened, but I find it very suspect. Let's see here. Uh, Anna, uh, Anna Marie Peter says, I think it's a ruse to distract, to distract us. These celebrities are bored and need to do things to promote themselves. Any publicity is good publicity. This is giving me Solange and Jay-Z vibes for the sake of clout. You know, and I get that. I do feel like it, it, is, it is a distraction, right? But what happened in that tape is real. You know what I'm saying? She really looks like, you know, she flung or hit him and he definitely flung her in the elevator. So distraction or not, you know, it comes out very abusive. So they're going to be talking about this for the next few days. Definitely. Um, Brooklyn Kennedy sent five dollars, says whoever is labeling Quavo as a dom, as a domestic abuser is a bozo. She swung on him first. He grabbed her to get the box. And if it ain't no footage in 2021, it ain't happened. Brooklyn Kennedy, okay. 
Thank you for the super chat. Your name sounds familiar, like you be in the star chat room or something. Like I've, I've heard star say your name, but I don't know if you're the same person. But thank you for that. Um, Cassandra McMillan says, always on point with everything. Miss um, Nibbler says, gamers know what that Xbox box was. He was done done. Yeah, that neon orange box. And it was so funny because the other girls like, oh, he's trying to take her luggage. Give her back her luggage. And meanwhile, like all the gamers are like, nah, not me. That's his Call of Duty box. Calm down. <laughs> the whole situation is crazy. Um, Valencia, Valenciaga B says, if you look closely, she did not hit him. She threw something back at him and it clearly hits the floor when she swings at him. Um, let's see here. Reese says, seven years, a tea sipper here. The depth of your research still amazes me. I can think I know some things and then you present more info and another perspective. Thank you so much. And thank you for that message on Patreon. That's what really got me going through and researching. So I appreciate the tea that you sent me. Because after that, I was like, let me just research this a lot deeper. Because something's not clean here with this whole Nas X situation. So thanks. Um, Moon says, hey, T, my name is Nahara. And I've been watching your videos since I was 15. I'm 23 now. I love your commentary and miss your love and hip hop reviews. I miss doing those. I've been binge watching Married to Medicine. That's the show I'm binge watching right now. Um, because I wanted to know like why Jackie and uh, Dr. Simone fell off. Because I, I really got, I started really watching the show again, like season seven and eight. So I went all the way back to the beginning. So I'm on like season three right now. I never knew all this stuff went down. I never knew that um, Quad and Mariah fought. No, not Quad and Mariah, but they got into it. But uh, Mariah fought uh, Toya and all this stuff. So I'm catching up on Married to Medicine. And maybe I will start doing reviews again because I did really enjoy doing those reviews for like Love and Hip Hop and Real Housewives. They were fun. They were just fun, lighthearted videos. So thank you. Um Kira Penn says, the devil is gaining followers via social media. Watch American Gods. I need to get into that show. Everybody keeps telling me to watch American Gods because they said it's the old gods merging with technology and stuff like that. Like what I've been saying, I need to get into that show. So thank you so much for that. Um, let's see here. Love Only says, it looks like she hit him to run away and then he grabbed her and forced her onto the elevator Tina and Ike vibes shake my head. Yeah, it's definitely something domestic that went on between the both of them. But my issue with the blogs is post the entire footage and let people come to their own conclusions. If people want to feel like she was the aggressor first, so be it. If people want to feel like he's a domestic violence abuser, so be it. Just provide the full facts. Don't go in and, and slice and cut and shorten videos to spin a narrative because then you're being dishonest. And that's why I didn't respect what, how the shade room tried to spin it. Post the whole video. People are going to think what they want to think anyways. So I, I mean, hopefully they'll say something. I don't know. I know Quavo's trending right now. He hasn't spoken out. She hasn't spoken out. But the whole thing is very disturbing. So that's what I'm saying. People need to understand their worth. Because if we're just seeing that snippet, who knows what happens in her apartment with him and vice versa. Um, I-D-N-F-E Monke says, when I first saw this, I thought Quavo was harassing Sweetie to take her bag, but he's trying to take back his own bag and she was harassing him. She isn't the victim here. And I made the mistake 
earlier of making her to be one. Mm. Thank you so much for the super chat. And that's what I'm saying. People are going to have their own interpretations, but when you only get a one-sided look of the video, you're not able to make a full assessment. Like I said, I feel like they were both being abusive towards each other. His was, of course, more stronger because he's a man and he flung her. But something was definitely going on, you know, while they were coming down the hallway and that part that the camera caught. So the whole situation is very disturbing. Um, Katana says it was the end of the video for me. Yeah, when he looked at the camera, that was like creepy because it's almost like he's looking at it like, damn, am I caught? Has this been filmed? You know, so... The whole thing is crazy. Uh, Michelle Unveil says, love you to you. are definitely a solid one. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Queen C says, hey, it's the queen of memes sending love. Oh, the queen of memes in the Discord. Hey, sis. She says, timing is everything. There's a reason why this is coming out all of a sudden in 2021. 2021 has been a hell of a year and it's only March. This is 2020 part two, I swear. I definitely agree with you on that. I definitely agree with you. It's, it's getting, man, it's getting crazy out here. Mm. Um, Alicia says, what gets me is the way Quavo looked down at Sweetie, like she was trash and didn't help her up. Stop dating rappers. Love you, T. Agreed. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of anger there. You know, again, everything that glitters is not gold. You know, all that, oh, if he can't buy you a Birkham, throw him to the streets. Maybe the guy who can't buy you a Birkin will treat you like a princess. I'm just saying, you know, all these dudes out here, they want a bad bitch who looks like an IG model, body on point, this and that. But then as soon as she finds somebody with a bigger bag, she's fucking them too. Now you heartbroke. Again, you, you know, you have to get rid of the superficial stuff because at the end of the day, you can't take none of it to the grave. So look for somebody genuine who's going to love you for you outside of all that materialistic bullshit. Because Birkin bags don't matter if you're having to cover up black eyes. And that's just the truth of the matter. Um, uh, Matrice McMillan says, women stay with broke and cheating abusive men every day. It's not always about the money and the gifts. She could have loved them. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm sure she did. You know? Again, regardless if the man has money or if he's broke, you have to know your self-worth and get yourself out of those situations. You know, it's not worth it. Um, let's see here. Desiree Nicole sent five says, you didn't read my chat. I wanted to hear your opinion. What was your previous chat? Let me look for it, Desiree. Because, you know, sometimes things slide by. Let me see if I can find your previous chat, sis. Oh, I see Devin. What's up, Devin? Devin sent $9.99. He says, the tapes remind me of the quote, I'll show you a beautiful woman and I'll show you a man tired of her BS. Mm. Thank you so much for the super chat, Devin. Appreciate you. Ashley Waters says, while she's trying to meg this man, shake my head, love you, T, still sipping in 21. Thank you so much, Ashley. Uh, let's see. Trying to find your super chat, Nicole. Okay, here it is. Desiree Nicole says, maybe I was raised different. If you hit a man thinking you're a man, you deserve to get hit back. You can't just hit people and not expect nothing back. Keep speaking the truth, T. Thank you so much, Desiree. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't know the full extent of everything or, you know, what happened before the video started recording. But that's why I always say everybody needs to keep their hands to themselves, period. You know, because some people like to make it seem like that shit is cute. I be beating up on my guy and, you know, I lay hands on him. You might, you know, that might be the last time you lay hands on him. Everybody has their breaking point. So before it ever gets to a situation where y'all got to put hands on each other, because you got a lot of young people, they think that shit is cute. Like, oh, if he's putting hands on me, he loves me. Or, you know, I got to put my hands on her to keep her in line. You know, just stupid shit like that. None of that shit is worth it. All that stuff is nothing but toxicity. You know what I'm saying? So, no, at the end of the day, nobody should put their hands on nobody. Period. Don't put your hands on somebody and then think that they may not hit you back just because you are a woman. You know, it goes both ways. Um, let's see here. Joyce in 299. Thank you, Joyce. Appreciate you. So how long have I been? I have been out here an hour. These streams be going fast. I don't even feel like an hour. Now we got to talk about this Jen Shaw situation before I go. Now y'all and I did a video on Jen Shaw. She is the nasty woman from, um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. She's the one who's trying to act like she's black now and she's being victimized and she, you know, she's making it, they were trying to, she's saying that the other white ladies on the cast of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City were making her to be the problem because she's the minority. And so basically she's trying to take like, you know, the black woman's plight and run with it and make it seem like she was black, even though she's Samoan and Hawaiian and her husband, Coach Shaw, he's black. But Jen Shaw is not. Well, if you guys do not know, we watched this woman floss her wealth during the show. And her home was beautiful. All these designer gowns. She walked around with this whole squad of people called the Shaw Squad. So she had her own personal hairstylist, makeup artist, nail technician. Anytime they'd be filming her, there'd be somebody doing her nails, doing her hair, her makeup. And I remember watching the show like, damn. You know, like, what does she do for a living? Like, you know, Coach Shaw is a coach. And so I'm thinking, well, is he an NFL coach? Is he coaching, like, you know, professional football? He makes this much money. You know, it's one thing to have a big old house, but it's another thing to pay a full-time staff. Child, this is the tea. It's it's crazy what's being reported right now about this situation. Let me go ahead and um pull this up for you guys. Like I say, everything that glitters is not gold. Never be envious of people because you never know how they got to where they're at. Especially people who sit around and floss all day. So this is what's being reported as of today about Jen Shah. So Jen Shah has been arrested for alleged fraud and money laundering. This woman from the Real Housewives of Atlanta, this is Custom gowns, makeup, nails, child. So this is what they're saying. <laughs> Embattled Salt Lake City cast member Jen Shaw was arrested by the feds. The feds, y'all. So that's how you know it's serious. You know they've been watching her for years. On Tuesday morning for allegedly ripping off hundreds of victims in a telemarketing scam. Shaw, 47, and her assistant, Stuart Smith, 43, were expected to are expected to appear in appear Tuesday afternoon before the U.S. District Judge Dustin Peed on charges of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, 
and conspiracy to commit money laundering, for which she faces up to 30 years in prison on top on the top count, the paper says. Shot and Smith flaunted their lavish lifestyle to the public as a symbol of their success, said Homeland Security Investigations special agent in charge, Peter Fitzhugh, in a release. In reality, they allegedly built their opulent lifestyle at the expense of vulnerable, often elderly, working class people. The indictment out of the Southern District of New York accuses Shaw and her right-hand man of executing a telemarketing scheme with with co-conspirators that operated in six states, New York, New Jersey, Arizona, Nevada, and Utah. They were allegedly ripping off hundreds of victims across the country, many of whom were over the age of 55, encouraging them to invest in dubious online projects and selling bogus business services from 2012 as they as recently as this month, according to the indictment. They allegedly hocked up tax preparation, coaching sessions, website design services, although many of their targets were elderly and did not even own a computer. They allegedly compiled lists of potential victims or leads, many of whom had already been exploited by them, and shared these names with their co-conspirators, who then who could target them again, according to prosecutors. In turn, Shot and Smith would get a cut. At no point did the defendants intend that the victims would actually earn any of the promised return on their intended investments, nor did the victims actually earn any such returns, the indictment states. Manhattan U.S. Attorney Audrey Strauss said in a statement that the so-called business opportunities that the pairs pushed were fraudulent schemes motivated by greed to steal the victims' money. Child, this whole situation is a mess, okay? This is a woman who flossed her lifestyle on this reality TV show, talked down to people, talked down to her staff, told her staff that they weren't shit, um, and the whole time she's over here scheming and scamming. And I don't understand, like, this is why I say, like, I feel like we're living in the spirit of narcissism. Back in the day, if you were doing dirt, you didn't want anybody to know you. You kind of did your dirt and you stayed low key. But in the age of social media, you got grown folks. who are not, I mean, she's older than me. She's not part of this young social media generation. But the narcissist in her wanted the fame, wanted the, you know, the attention. You're already rich and balling, even though it's all stolen. We don't know it at the time. But that fame is such a powerful drug that she signed up for a show knowing that she was on some fraudulent shit. That's crazy to me. You're committing all these frauds across the country in several states. That's why the feds are involved. And trust me, like I always tell y'all, the feds, they have a 99% conviction rate. They don't pounce until they have all their receipts, all their T's crossed and all their I's dotted. So this ain't no scam. This ain't no, oh, they're trying to take her down because she's a strong black, I mean, Hawaiian woman. Now they've been watching this bitch. They was probably watching the show laughing like, damn, we can't wait to spring on her. Because now she's being so arrogant that she done went and got herself on the show. And the crazy thing is, how are you this arrogant when we watch this play out with Real Housewives of New Jersey, Teresa Judice and Joe Judice? 
They got popped by the friends, by the feds for all types of scheming and, and all types of bullshit. And they both ended up doing prison time. So you would think that she would have learned from Teresa and Joe and been like, you know what? I'm going to keep doing my dirt, but I'm not going to be on national television. Because think about it. If she wasn't on TV, we wouldn't know this. If she would have got popped, she'd have been a regular, you know, quote unquote, civilian gen in Utah, random, you know, woman in Utah caught up in a scheming operation. But now because she's on television, we know who she is. So now this story is about to go global. Like now you're about to be globally embarrassed, bitch, when you could have been locally embarrassed. So I feel no ways because the way she talks to people. I told you she was an alcoholic. I told you her energy was not right. The way she talked to her staff, she took no personal responsibility. The only thing endearing about her were her two boys. And I think they get their personality from their father. Very respectful young men. But yeah, she should be ashamed of herself because she talked so much shit and just talked down to people. And she thought she was so up here. The feds was like, nope, let me bring you down a few notches, bitch. <laughs> So I feel no ways. Yep, I caught it. Thank you, uh, Cecile. I've been telling y'all her energy is crazy. There's something wrong with her. Now, what I'm trying to figure out is, does Coach Shaw know what's going on? Do y'all think that Coach... Put a teacup in the chat if you feel like to, if, if you feel like Coach Shaw didn't know nothing. Put a teacup... Excuse me. Put a teacup if you feel like he knew something. If you feel like Coach Shaw had to know what was going on, Put a teacup in the chat because I really feel like he had to know. They're like, where is she getting all this money from? You don't make that much as a coach. I think they're going to end up coming after him next. And that's going to be messed up because he seemed like a hardworking, you know, black man just trying to take care of his family. But I refuse to believe that he had no idea what was going on. I just I, I don't buy that. Not with the way she was spending money and walking around with a shot squad. Because I'm sorry, like if I was a man and I come home and there's literally eight people in my house every day doing hair and makeup, who's paying for this? Who's paying for these eight people's salaries? I don't make that much money. So you have to know there was some shit in the mix. Okay, I see a lot of teacups. So it looks like a lot of people are thinking that Coach Shaw, he had to know something. Yeah, they're married. Just like, you know, Teresa tried to play crazy. Oh, I, I didn't know nothing. You know, I, I, Joe just brought home the money, bitch. You knew something. He wasn't making that much making pizzas. You knew he was doing some other fraudulent shit. You don't make a, a, a million dollars a year uh, serving pizzas. Remember he had a little pizza restaurant? That was his little front. Let me go ahead and open up a pizza shop. But he was doing all types of dirt. Teresa knew. So I believe Coach Shaw probably knows something, too. So the whole situation is a mess, honey. Debrisha says she thought she was in the clear, been scamming since 2012. Yeah. But see, that's what the feds do. They don't come right away. They they because they want to build a solid case. She's going to get that time. She may not get 30 years, but she's going to get, I would say, minimum 10. They'll let you build and build and build a molehill. And then that's when they pounce. Think about all the drug dealers who get popped in the hood. You don't get popped. You know what I'm saying? For moving a few, you know, one or two kilos. You don't get popped for moving some, you know, QPs. You get popped after you've been doing the sit for so long. They let you get comfortable. Like, damn, it's been two years. 
I'm living good. Let me go ahead and spend this money. Let me go get this big ass house. We go get this Bentley. Let me just start tricking it off now because it's been two years. So obviously they're not on to me. And as soon as you get comfortable and start spending your money and doing all this opulent shit, that's when they pounce. They're never going to pounce once you get into the dope game within the first year. They'll let you sit there and sell drugs for 10 years. Because the stronger their case, the longer the conviction. And then once you go and you do Fed time, you know, that's what that's the hustle. That's the new slavery. You're going to be in that bitch making Victoria's Secrets underwear, license plates, Ashley furniture. A lot of the stuff that we have in our homes come from prisons. Modern day slavery. That's why they go so hard and they'll sit back and watch somebody for five to 10 years before they pounce because they want you indebted to the system for the next 10 to 30 years. It goes deep. Can I get an amen? Y'all think I'm playing? It goes very, very deep. We got 16,000 people watching. Shout out to y'all. Please hit that like button. Look, somebody said it reminds me of Snowfall. <laughs> yes, Ashley Furniture is made in prisons. A lot of stuff. That's sexy. I got on a Victoria's Secret's bra. Now I'm not going to show y'all what my bra looked like. Let me stop. But yeah, this fucking bra was probably made in somebody's prison. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff is made by prison labor because those prisoners are paid like two cents, five cents. And they do a whole day's work. It's just slavery under a different name. They have a documentary called that too on Netflix. So yeah, it's crazy. Remember them dudes? I can't play the music, but shout out to the, to the damn prisoners who done. Shout out to all the girls out here because it's, it's y'all sneaking them shits into them dudes. Okay, it's a bunch of females sneaking phones into these prisoners in prison. And these fucking prison TikTok videos be having me dying. I had posted one yesterday on Instagram. I said, I'd rather have them in there, you know, making skits up than fighting. I'm going to play, but I'm not going to play the music. But they're playing that song, Hopeful, by Faith Evans and Twister. Because I'm hopeful, hopeful, hopeful for today. Take this music and use it. Let me take you away. That song, right? And so they did this whole little skit. It reminds me of our full house. Where's the video? We was cracking up. Oh, here it is. I got to mute it though. Hold on. Want to make sure it don't play. Okay. I just muted it. Y'all got to see this video. Like this is what these prisoners are doing. This shit is so damn funny. Because it's like they're just trying to bypass their time. And I ain't mad at them. Okay, here it go. So the music's playing and then they do the little still shot. Tyrone's still out here robbing the prisoners. <laughs> Junebug still arguing with his wife every time he on the phone. <laughs> Mike went to prison, became a mechanic. You know, like I said, at least they're doing something to pass the time. Y'all can go watch this on my Instagram page. And they have the music. And it's so funny because the music goes with it. And they're like doing these little skits. And it's just a bunch of just random prisoners, honey. They be on TikTok. They all got phones. I'm like, y'all are having a good day. I got everything but fucking freedom in there. And they just be doing little skits and just trying to pass the time. That should be so damn funny. But, um, you know, like I said, it, it's just uh, it's a big industrial complex and just make sure you don't get yourself caught up in it.
It's not worth it. You know, laugh now, cry later, like they say. She thought shit was sweet. And it's going to suck for her because she's 47 years old. Who the hell want to go to prison at the age of 47, bitch? At 47, I want to be retired. You know what I'm saying? Living in a, a decent house that I can afford with some damn juice or some shit. I don't, you know, really drink. So it'd be some like cranberry juice. Sipping on my damn cranberry juice, minding my damn business on the porch, watching the kids walk by. Anybody trying to sit in prison for the next 30 years at 47, you should be ashamed of yourself, Jen Shaw. All this shit that she talked on that show. And I was a big fan of that show, too. I'm still going to watch. I'm going to be here season two because I want to know what the other girls got to say about this shit. <laughs> I'm definitely tuning in. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, Bridget S. Ray says, I finally caught a live. It took forever. Love you, T. I want to become a member. Thank you so much. Join the Patreon instead because it's easier for me to communicate on Patreon. Um, Antonio Q says, I'm a money laundering analyst at a financial firm. He knew. But that's why Jen has all those businesses to clean the funds and protect some of the money. Thank you so much, Antonio. I appreciate your expertise. Yeah, I have a big feeling that Coach Shaw knew. And I think that's sad. I really do. And I feel bad for the kids because they have a college-age son. And I believe they have like a 15-year-old son. So it's sad. Chicken Nugget says, hey, T, I love you. Thank you for going live. I was wondering if you would accept my follow request on Instagram. That is all I wish for. Thank you for going live. Love you. Child, I probably got like 3,000 requests. My Instagram is shut down for now. I'm on, I honestly want to leave Instagram. Like, I honestly don't even want to be on that platform because of how they treat me. Like, I can't go live. They block me from going live. They tell my followers, oh, you can't read any more of Lovely T's tweets. We're trying to keep you safe in the Instagram community. Who are these people who are saying that my followers who are following me can't read the stuff that I post? So, like, I'm just over the tech overlords. I really just want to be in Discord full time. But I understand everybody's not in my Discord, so I'm still trying to balance Instagram and Discord. But I, I really hate Instagram. You can't find me. I'm shadow banned. You have to go through some fan page to find me. I don't know who's running the fan page. Everybody's like, is this you? I don't know. It's just a fan page. I'm not running it. But you got to go on the fan page and then click my name on this random fan page to get to my page. So I'm surprised you found me. Because most of you can't even find me on Instagram. Even Cardi was like, I was looking for you one day and I had to go through a fan page to find you to send you a message. I see I've been shadow banned. So I don't know, but they're doing it to so many people. It's not just me. There anybody who's telling the truth. If you're not with the agenda, if you're not co-signing the fuck we like the shit with little Nas X, they're just trying to silence you. If you're not, if you're not promoting the stuff that they want to see promoted, like the foolishness, the low vibrational stuff, they just silence you. So I really eventually just want to move off of Instagram altogether. I really am only on there for the DMs. That's the only thing that keeps me on Instagram, just because I have so many really dope conversations in my DMs with people. So long story short, I don't know when I'm going to improve anybody else to get onto the Instagram because I don't even check my request, to be honest with you. But um, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. Y'all seen all this stuff I posted this morning on Instagram where I have followers sending me screenshots where it was telling them, oh, you can't read her messages. You can't see her post. You've seen too many of her posts today. What? 
but I can go on to other people's posts and, and just, or go to the Instagram Explorer page and be hit in the face constantly with porn and, and, and nonsense and stupid pranks. So, so those types, so that type of stuff is not enough. When I'm posting real stuff and real imagery and real things that are going on, oh, you can't check any more of her posts. This is too much knowledge for the day. Go look at this other distraction. That's basically what Instagram is telling y'all. It's crazy. Um, let's see here. T Stradamus, it's T Gradamus. <laughs> Says, what else is coming down the pipeline? What can we expect from this nefarious energy? Let's talk about it, Tart. I've been on here for an hour and a half. Uh, do y'all know about what's going on in Lebanon? Let's talk about that before they end up messing up the stream, honey. Let's talk and hold this up. I don't think a lot. We were talking about this in the Discord. Child, this is scary. What's going on in Lebanon right now? Okay. I'm trying to pull up the article. Give me just a second. Oh God. This is what's coming. This is what's coming down the pipeline. So in Lebanon, if you guys do not know, they are facing great financial collapse. And right now, a lot of grocery stores are empty in Lebanon, in Beirut, Lebanon. So it is really bad. We're posting pictures and stuff on Discord, and there are literally empty shelves. I'm trying to see if I can find like the empty store shelves because like the food and the groceries is really, really bad. Let's see. Like, everything is in the discord. Uh, I have to like, I don't know. It's not going to come. Oh, it's coming to shoe store. You know what? Child. I'll see if I can find it again, but Everything in there, um, there's like pictures you can look on Twitter too of like empty, like the grocery stores in Lebanon right now are completely empty. Empty. They're going through a really bad financial situation and they're thinking that the finances in that country are collapsing. It's that bad. On top of like the fires and the explosions that's been going on, it's going to be a lot more stuff. Um, and I feel like the reason why they're going through what they're going through right now with the food supply is because remember in 2020, there was a lot of flooding. There was a lot of rain and flooding. We also had fires, but there was a lot of flooding that went on and it destroyed a lot of the crops. So right now there's a global food shortage. That is why that weirdo, I don't even want to say his name, B. Gates, that is why he's buying farmland. That is why they're trying to get people to eat all this fake food. And this is coming from somebody who does not eat meat, you know what I'm saying? But they're really trying to push this whole vegan agenda, vegetarian agenda. That's how I'm seeing it. Like it's an agenda because right now, a lot of like the meat sources are running low. Uh, the fruits and the vegetables. We had the freeze in Texas that I talked about last stream. That's going to affect the food line as well. There's not going to be um, the food supply. That's going to be affected because of everything that went down in Texas is going to affect, you know, around the country because they supply a lot of the grains, the wheats. Um, people were showing me text messages um, that they were getting from like Chick-fil-A and other restaurants saying, oh, you know, we don't have enough buns right now. We don't have enough grains. So certain sandwiches are not available. So it's getting real. There's a food shortage going on. And that is why they're trying to promote. um 
B. Gates and his farmland and, you know, oh, we're growing food in a lab. I'm sorry. I just, even I don't eat meat, but if I did, I prefer my meat to have once had a soul. I don't know. It's just me. I don't want to eat a chicken that's been grown in a lab. That's just weird to me that I don't know. I just, it's just weird. I'm not feeling it. So yeah, that's one of the things that's coming down. Uh, let's see here. Kiera Shanice sent 7777. I like that. All sevens. Thank you so much. She says, T, this is my first time sending a super chat, sending positive energy your way. Thank you for always posting up your podcast. As a trucker, it comes in handy. You are so welcome. And thank you guys so much. I really try and look out for my truckers ever since they told me that, that it's easier for them to just, if they know it's on a podcast and they're not tempted to try and watch the screen like with YouTube. So that's why I post everything on the podcast. So I'm glad you enjoy that. And thank you so much for the support. Uh, let's see here. It's me, T. So it's just jumped on live. I know I missed a lot, but thank you for your amazing content. You are more than welcome. And thank you so much for coming through. Okay, so I've been on here for an hour and 35 minutes. Let me talk about the James Charles situation, and then I have to go. Um, if you guys do not know, James Charles' creepy ass is once again trending number one on social media. And, you know, I initially thought he was trending because maybe he's dropping a new makeup line. Silly me. Basically, this weirdo is trending because, what is this, like the sixth young person has come out against James Charles and said that basically James Charles was once again grooming them. And in their, oh, oh, shit, it just got real. My parents made me take it down because apparently they contacted the police. Oh, breaking news. The little boy uh, whose video was just went viral. His parents are contacting the police. Let me show you on my screen. This is on Twitter right now. Hold up. This is going on right now on Twitter. So this was the video of him that James Charles was pissed off. So let me, hold on. Let me, let me take y'all back to the beginning. So this is the video. Let me try and mute this. Cause he got oh, music and shit. Hold she made it. Damn. So he's posting videos, right? And basically he's showing all these messages of James Charles. Because James Charles had been flirting with him and he liked him. So Death Noodle says, who, who couldn't have seen that coming? James Charles exposed for allegedly messaging a 15-year-old. When James noticed that the boy shared one of their messages on his story, James snaps, accuses the boy of lying about his age, then blocks him. The boy alleges that he never lied about his age. So this is the post that he had. And he's a tall boy. He's like 6'9". He looks, you know, he's a big boy. But still. So he's saying that he misses James. Now, the reason why James is a damn liar is if you go on the boy's TikTok, his whole his whole thing is I'm tall. So James messages him and says, what the F is your problem? So. On the boy's TikTok, it says how normal 15 year olds walk up the steps. But because he's so tall, he has to like duck down and stuff like that. He is six foot nine. This is how tall this 15 year old. Instead of trying to get with James Charles, your tall ass needs to be in the damn NBA, young man. All that damn height. But now this is what they're saying on Twitter. This is breaking news. So check this out. 
So he said that he had to delete the video, the one I just showed y'all. So now he's saying this. Parents made me take down the video because they apparently got contacted by the police. Everything in the video is 100% real. And they said, because you got caught, he said, caught for what? Then he says, I guess being a celebrity has its perks of silencing people, nothing new, but he got caught in 4K. There was something else that they had on here as well. Yeah, this James Charles, at this point, he's a menace to society. And my issue is YouTube and other social media platforms, they have no problem pushing him through the algorithm, promoting him as this huge influencer. Like I said, even back with the whole subway situation with Jared Fogle, the subway guy, I said back then where there's smoke, there's fire. Why is it that he's got, that he's constantly getting caught up in the DMs of younger guys? James Charles is a grown man. He can run around with his 16-year-old best friend, Charlie D'Amelio, all he wants to. But she's 16. You, sir, are not. You, sir, are a grown-ass man. The fact that you're 21 years old and that's your best friend, I give that the side eye. But I believe that he's friends with her because he's using her to be around her fan base because then it makes him seem younger. And let's also talk about the power dynamic. That's another disturbing thing. When you're in a position of power and you have that much influence and that many followers, for some people it goes to their head. And I believe that's what it is. He thinks because he's James Charles and that power dynamic for him is super strong that that's enough to keep these kids silent. But this is literally the sixth time You know, the first time, okay, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. Six times, bitch, ain't no shame. At this point, you have a a serious issue, James. There's something wrong. So right now, they're roasting him. They're roasting him on Twitter. I think people are just tired of, you know, the constant excuses for James Charles. Now, Trish is calling him out. She just posted this. Damn, Trish is going hard. Hold on, let me, re- let me show y'all this. So Trish says, James Charles deserves prison. I really hope one of these parents press charges. It's so nauseating. I'm physically nauseous. He's so cocky about getting away with it all. Then she says, I'll say without a shadow of a doubt, James Charles is the only creator that deserves to be banned and stripped from all his social media platforms. He's abusing it by sexting with minors. Repeated behavior happening as recently as a few days ago. This is an actual predator slash pedophile. Then she says the way James Charles talked to him after threatening him, being aggressive, putting the blame on a 15 year old child in their interaction is disgusting. Then she says the fact that this is happening again and again Like fresh, new, now, this man is a current dangerous threat. James Charles is a straight up pedophile. That's not slander, but fact. Repeated behavior is still fucking happening. What the F? Then Ethan Klein says, James Charles caught with yet another 15-year-old boy. I swear to God, y'all, this is getting effing ridiculous. Call anyone out. They associate with this man. I'm losing my mind. So even the big white influencers, like the big, you know, white creators on this platform, 
they're even holding him to task and they're calling him out as he should be called out because we've seen black uh, creators get removed and deplatformed for a lot less. Just straight up channels removed, kicked off of Instagram. Yet this man keeps sliding into the DMs of children and it's ignored. You know, the first time, okay, the excuse was, oh, I didn't know his age. Oh, he, he catfished me. What was y'all calling it? I don't, y'all had some type of fancy name for it. Something, it wasn't catfish. It was another name, gay fishing or something like that. It was something, honey. And, you know, it was all these excuses, especially his young fans. And his fans are the majority young girls because they're into makeup. So they excuse a lot of his BS, but it's not okay. Like I said, you know, don't slide into my 15-year-old's DMs because we'll probably just end up trying to whoop your ass. I don't play that molester shit. I don't find anything funny about it. Let kids be kids. James Charles is out here acting like he's a 40-year-old pedo. There's all types of young, handsome men out here that are around your age. Leave them damn teenagers alone. You can get with a 21-year-old. Hell, you can get with an 18-year-old. At 18, you're legal. Why do you keep trying to talk to 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds? It's just, it's something, something's not right there. But again, when you think about how he rose to fame, he was a liar from day one. That whole, oh, I bought my ring light to school and they made fun of me because I'm a boy who wears makeup. And then it came out that that was a lie. Nobody made fun of him. Nobody told him he couldn't use his ring light. But again, the lie went viral. He got sympathy. Cover girl came calling. And then he's the James Charles that we see before us. So he's always had a shady disposition, but people ignored it because he could do makeup. Child, let's see here. Um, Patrick sent $5, says, hey, T, love you. I love seeing you in good spirits. Thank you so much, Patrick. Thanks for coming through, love. Um, KSW World says, she hit the air, slowed down the video, plus she has her own money and listed in the Forbes. The gold digger narrative needs to stop. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, let's see here. Odessa sent $24.99 says, hey, T, I know this is off topic. I wanted to know if you have ever watched or will watch The Walking Dead. I know it's old news, but it really has me thinking about the end of times. I'm rewatching Love You. I've never watched it. I tried to get into it a long time ago, and I just, you know, I just couldn't get into it at that time because I just be having a lot going on. I do. There's a lot of shows I just really want to start getting into, but it's like right now, with everything going on, I'm just so busy. And I really want to get into American Gods. But I would go back and watch Walking Dead, especially, you know, with the whole zombie apocalypse that, you know, they're constantly talking about with the CDC. I think that would be interesting. So thank you for that. Um, but Trolley H sent 20 says, people would prefer to dress up a lie rather than the naked truth. Thank you for the truth bombs. You stay dropping. Keep your head up, T. Much love to you and yours. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming through, love. Um, Lalina South says, I really appreciate your dedication to getting the facts and bringing receipts. Thank you. Let's push the positive vibrations and positive initiative. I love what you do. Thank you so much. And thanks for coming through. I appreciate you. Um, Jojo says, T, James is white. Of course, YouTube lets him get away with it. The privilege is real. Nothing is going to happen to him. And if it does, 
He'll be given a second chance, just like Shane and David. They always get second chances. Not one lie was told. Not one lie was told. I agree with you. And, you know, as much as people don't like Jeffree Star, Jeffree Star wasn't really lying with what he was saying about James Charles. Even Tati, as messy as she is, she wasn't lying with what she was saying about him. So something's not cleaning the buttermilk. Let's see here. Um, Nyan Bella says, remember the weirdo Jeffree Star? <laughs> and I just said something about Jeffree Star. Referred to creepy James Charles as a danger to society. Now that I think about it, there's some truth to it. Isn't that if I just said that and I see your, uh, your super chat? Right. He did climb a danger to society. So maybe Jeffree Star wasn't really reaching. The whole thing is crazy. Um, most of mine says, love you, T. I aspire to have your energy. I've been doing the tube for a minute. You're one of the few commentary YouTubers I look up to. Thank you so much. And thanks for coming through, sis. Um, Jelena says that 15 year old looks creepy. Looks like that creepy guy from It Follows standing in the doorway like that. Probably because he's so tall. I mean, that has to be awkward, though. You know, being 15 and you're six foot nine like that has, you know, Tall kids are already, you know, it's already awkward being super tall, but 6'9", that's very, very tall. So, you know, it seems like he, he tends to go for kids. I'm not saying he's going, he's going for tall kids, but maybe kids who kind of maybe have like, you know, low self-esteem or, you know, maybe thinking down on themselves. One thing about predators, they know who to spot. They know who to go after, you know? So maybe he gets picked on for being so tall and then now you have this mega superstar, James Charles, sliding into your DMs. So I don't know. It's just really strange. But I just think at this point in time, Susan Water Jetski, you need to do something. It's not okay. I know that's your homeboy. I know you took him to the Met Gala. But what he's doing is not okay at all. If this was anybody else, well, not anybody. This was a black YouTuber. They'd be out of there. Aaliyah Janice says, because, of James Charles, because James Charles achieved fame at a young age, he's stuck as a teenager. He's trying to hold on to his youth. He gives me Michael Jackson vibes. Mm. Now, I get that, but I feel like that's still an excuse because at the end of the day, everybody gets older, right? And you just, you know, you just, there's just no excuse. If he wants to still be young and run around with his bestie and act like he's 16, okay, fine. He wants to act like he's still in high school. Cool. But at the end of the day, he needs to remember that you're not young. You're of age. And you're of an age that you can go to prison for what you're doing. Because I don't know how he was able to slide from that last one. I should know what the hell James Charles's naked ass and peen and all that stuff looks like. Because he was sending nudes to these kids. And then he's saying that, oh, they baited him into sending nudes. Why is that the first thing you go to? When you're talking to someone that you don't even know like that, like when I, when people slide in my DMs, I'm not sending them topless pics within the first five minutes of conversations. Like what the hell? That's not normal behavior. It makes me, you know, low key think who touched James. You know, maybe his parents were so busy trying to push him to this, you know, social media fame and left them with different people and turned a blind eye to creepy shit. How many child stars have come out and talked about their abuse and the parents looking the other way because they were more enamored with their child's fame than their child's well-being? 
Look how many 80s kids from the 80s and 90s from those shows came out that they were being molested by their manager, by, by the, their guardian, who was supposed to be watching while their parent was at work. Todd Bridges. So many people have come out with these stories. So, yeah, the whole situation is crazy. So, you guys, on that note, I've been on here for an hour and 46 minutes. I don't want to make this stream much longer. But thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you to everybody who sent the super chat. I'm sorry if I wasn't able to read everybody's super chat. Um, but I appreciate you guys supporting me because y'all know they love to demonetize my streams, honey. Anytime you talk about something real, it's like, uh, demonetize. But thank you guys once again, and I will see you guys later. You guys have a good rest of your day. Bye.